have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight from the Chest. My name is Justin Groth. Guys, I just like to thank you for the tuning with me and listening to this podcast. Guys, it's another episode, and I'm just grateful for you. And you know that I, I am. I tell you that every single time, and I'm never gonna not tell you that. But guys, look, um, this this what I wanted to talk about today is is fairly a fairly simple topic, but I think that it deserves i think deserves its own its own podcast on its own, or its own podcast rather and really it starts out with um i don't know who of you are familiar with fighting or follow the MMA ultimate fighting uh, UFC rather but there's a guy named Conor McGregor and he he got pretty big in 2000 2014 2015 ish and this particular person is just had a fight and he lost and I hated seeing it because I love Connor I'm a big Connor fan um, for reasons of of work ethic etc and he just got a good character to him there's a good character to him he just funny he's 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 uh, provoking and he just he's just entertaining, right? But there's a large element to him that is a warrior work ethic, you know, hardened mentality that that gets the job done. And it's the reason why he is in the position that he's in, you know, that on top of talent. But I was reading, um, not reading. I'm sorry. I heard in Joe Rogan's podcast, and if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, you need to look him up, man. Get that podcast to follow because he got some awesome people on there at times. And uh, he, they were talking about Connor losing the fight and um, how he, in a press conference after the fight, he said he wasn't that bummed out that he lost. And I actually remember watching that conference um, on YouTube. And it was kind of shocking to hear that from such a contender that he didn't really care all that much or it didn't, I'm sorry, not that he didn't care, but it didn't hit him like he, like it, he felt it should hit him that he lost. And it's one of those things where you just, you, you have to understand, like your mind goes to trying to understand why, why did he not care that much? This is a guy that prides his whole entire life on fighting and being a champion and not just being a champion in one division but in multiple divisions and or multiple weight classes rather and he just such and 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 on top of that the irish pride that he has it's just so it's so it's so distinct and and compelling that you why would you why would he not feel upset about this or as upset as he should? And then you look at his, you look at his history and you, you look at everything he's done, all the fights that he's, that he's been a a part of and, and 
you look at everything, all his accomplishments, his belts, you know, going, he's one of the first fighters to go into boxing and be a, and fight, you know, huge boxers like Mayweather and, um, and then on top of that, you look at all his business ventures. He's got this whiskey company called Proper 12 that does millions of dollars. I think over a hundred millions of a hundred million dollars. I think he's done in Proper 12. At least that's what they said on the, on the Rogan podcast. And having that be your, your background, your history. And then on top of that, the fact that you haven't, you don't really need to prove yourself in fighting. You are a, a massive champion as far as the UFC and you're a legacy. It's only understood that maybe, yeah, that fight wouldn't make, wouldn't be that disheartening to you because now you have your hand in so many more pots, so to speak. It's not really that big of a deal anymore. Plus with your history and your, your accolades that you've accumulated throughout the years, no one's questioning your authority in the fighting space. No one's questioning your authority with what you've developed. But if you understand the journey that it took from with Connor and how to get to that position, the one thing that brought him to the precipice that he's on now was his heart. The heart was the vehicle. If he didn't have the heart, and if the heart didn't didn't essentially precede the work ethic, then no matter all the talent you have in the world, it's not going to manifest into what it manifested into that then led him to multiple other opportunities in life, like business ventures, etc. I mean, they were joking about on the podcast that he rolls in on a Lamborghini yacht to the UF to fight in what was it, Abu Dhabi. He rolls in on a Lamborghini yacht and that yacht cost him 12 million and he paid cash for it. And he actually has another yacht. He has two, he owns two yachts. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to glorify the yacht, but I am placing it in there because it deserves to be, it deserves to be warranted that if it weren't for the heart in the beginning and this is what I want to really, really hone in on and express. If it weren't for the heart preceding the work ethic, there never would have been any Connor or the Connor that we know today. And I'm. this isn't a podcast about Connor. This is a podcast about heart. That's the number one thing to understand here. The heart is the only thing. If you don't have the heart for something, you're not going to drive the work ethic. You're not going to put forth the dedication and you're not going to reap and manifest what actually could be from whatever that thing you're putting your heart into is. You're not going to extract everything you can if you don't have the heart. And most of us, we choose money to be our motivator. Now, if you're coming from the slums, poverty stricken, your past is so stark with 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 poverty and you you come from nothing and i know personally people that have had that be their disposition in life and as a result money was their motivator 
But once they acquired the money and they maybe acquired a family, other things became the motivator like their, like their family or their child. I know that personally. But there are other people that are born into comfort. They're born into a place of uh, or a position of comfort that doesn't really require them to make a lot of money. And that doesn't make them, that doesn't give them, that's not the impetus behind what they do. But oftentimes those people that don't have it, that don't have it so, so dark and so, and so, and, and such a, at such a, a discredited position, they, they have little to no motivation and, or the, the motivation is the money, but it's for the wrong reasons. It's not to bring them out of the slumps. It's because that's just what they think they need and they need this and they need that. They want this, they want that. And so money is going to get it for them. Yes, I get it. But if you're not putting your heart towards the right craft, then you're not going to see the work ethic propagate from that. And you're not going to, you're not going to ground and establish in the discipline and the dedication that it takes to extract everything you can from that particular endeavor and see it manifest in everything you could. But the only way that you're going to derive, or I'm sorry, the only way that you're going to put forth all of that heart is if you find something that is meaningful to you, that is something that you can't live without, that's something that you can't live without doing. It's something that gets you up in the morning. It's something that you breathe day in, day out, that you do effortlessly, but you do it well effortlessly. And that's not to say that you're, that I'm not to say, that's not to say like you have, that this is something that you're just so, it's, you don't even have to try for. No, you have to try for it. But there's something that you do so autonomously, effortlessly. And it's something that you think about, dream about, visualize. You're so wrapped up around this particular endeavor. It's somewhat of an addiction, obsession, but it's something that you love so much and you're so, I hate to use this word, passionate about that you can't forget about it and you can't let it go. And that's for a good solid purpose. It's because you shouldn't let it go. You shouldn't forget about it. And I talk about this a lot. If you allow people's insights or people's words to take formation over what you're visualizing, then they can start to be the vehicle driver and not you. But your job should be to put forth your heart into that specific craft, into that specific endeavor. Your heart, you put that into it. That being first precedes all of the work ethic that then establishes dedication, discipline, and then you extract everything you can from that endeavor. 
but it's going to take time and it's going to take so much more time than you think. So much more time than you think. And that is the discouraging thing. But that's an answer to a question that you should never know. Because if you knew it, you wouldn't try as hard. And if you knew it, you wouldn't put forth the heart that it takes to see this thing come to fruition and drive it to the end. You would just hang out until, you know, that time comes, you know, it's going to come. So I'm just going to hang out. I'm going to do this. I'll do that. But I'm, you know, I'm just going to play it cool. I'm going to hang out because I know it's coming. But that's the great thing about your entire legacy. You don't know what it looks like. You don't know when the destination is going to hit. You don't know what it is. The best thing, the best thing you can hedge your bets on is putting forth your heart into something that you derive meaning in. What is that? And it could be a couple things. But the heart is going to be the driver. I've said it before about discipline and structure. I'm going to eat my words on that. Heart is the driver. Heart precedes the discipline. It precedes the work ethic. I'll tell you one thing about lifting weights. Oftentimes people work themselves into the floor lifting weights, not because they think it's what they need to do. It's because their heart tells them otherwise. Their heart tells them you need to do that extra rep, even though physiologically it's probably draining their nervous system far more than it's progressing their, their, their hypertrophy or their, their cellular growth. But it's, they can't let that rep slide because they know if they do, they've became weaker as a byproduct. And that's not okay with the champion. It's not okay with the champion to not give it your all and to not have the basis on which you give your all the legacy at the end of the road. Because that's why you work for what you're working for. You work for the legacy and everything that the legacy is going to provide. How you're remembered after you're gone. And when you're in Connor's position, you have a position of this, of all these accolades that you've acquired. It's no wonder why this fight doesn't really mean all that much or it's not that much of a hit to him. He doesn't have to prove himself anymore. You know, he can retire. He has an obscene amount of wealth. And not just wealth for him and his family, but wealth that he can, generational wealth, he can pass on. But it wasn't, it wasn't just the need to want money in the beginning that made Connor who he is. It was the heart. And honestly, you, I believe in life, you only have heart for like one or two things. You may have a passion for multiple things. Well, passion is not going to get shit done, man. Heart gets it done. If you don't have heart, there's no substance to you, essentially. You can fake work ethic all day. Look, man, a boss tells you to do something, you do it because you don't want to get fired. That's not saying you have heart. You do something because you have heart. It's meaningful to you. 
you work extra, you get in early, you stay late, and you don't even you don't even question it because you have heart. The heart is the driver. And before you know it, that heart is going to manifest things that you couldn't even fathom. And you're going to look back at your life 10 years ago and be like, I can't even, I can't even understand how that even, how that even, this came to existence. And then you, and you, then you really reflect on the foundational elements that got you there. And I can tell you now and 10 years from now, you're going to know them as your family and your heart. The people who made you, raised you. And the heart being the driver every single day they got the job done until eventually you're able to reflect back on your life and be like, man, I can't believe this came to existence. The heart was the only reason. The heart and your family, the things that are meaningful in life, not a monetary recruitment. Sure, that's great and everybody strives for it. And you need money to, to, you need money to, to sometimes help people, you know, words are great, but sometimes people need money to get out of their financial their financial positions that aren't so glamorous at the time, or you're able to help somebody in need, etc. You're able to give the foundations, but I'm saying if your heart's not in it, then you don't have anything. You have very, very frivolous psychological constructs that you facilitate on. And that's not good enough. And it shouldn't be good enough. Because effectively, you're just doing something to get it done. You're not doing something because it's meaningful to you. And that's the stark difference between being an ordinary person and being a champion. Done.